0: This is a Capricorn FM podcast.
1: We are talking to you on Progressive Talk. It's almost 7 o'clock now. Let's go to our say conversation that we have every second Wednesday at 7. And we've got uh, Musidi who joins us on the line. Musidi, good evening. Welcome. Good
2: evening, Gamla. And uh, good evening to Capricorn FM mm-hmm. listeners.
1: Good evening, good evening. Oh, and this is the last Sayer interview for this year. So we are engaging for this year, for the last time. And uh, uh, so we're going to summarise. Maybe I should give it to you. What do you want us to do as we engage for the last time?
3: Um,
2: I think what we would like to do is to touch on points that we believe are critical, that we would like our listeners to remember. Mm. Um, Things like your policyholder eyes, um as to the some the responsibilities
3: mm.
2: and to look briefly into uh, you know, how to um complain the complaint processes mm. And the common complaints that we're getting
0: is we get in this
1: market started this company. As you set yourself up comfortably there, there's just something in the background that I can pick up on the earphones. If you, yeah, there in 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 the background. Okay, so. So, so let's go into it and, and and let's look at at some of these issues that we want to look at tonight. And of course, our listeners, as always, can engage with us throughout uh, this conversation on zero eight seven two double eight nine six nine seven zero eight seven two double eight nine six nine seven and the WhatsApp number zero eight two six five four two double four six. There you can leave a voice note or a WhatsApp text, and we'll be able to engage with you. Whether it's a question on an area where you seek clarity or comments that you may easily have have so here we go um maybe uh, let's talk about points that form part of the policyholder rights
2: okay what we would like to emphasize is policyholder rights regarding uh, being treated fairly so there is um a a principle that that falls part forms part of the policyholder protection rules which talks about treating customers fairly so what insurance companies are expected to do is to act with, um, due skill with care that meaning, you know, if they give you, uh, advice, they need to know what they're talking about. So they need to give you people who are, uh, technically sound to talk about the product. Um, they must always act professionally and honorably when they interact with customers and, um, you know, act honestly at things, mm. So customers need to expect that when they are interacting with insurance companies, they should be treated fairly, given clear information, and uh, be kept informed. So if there are changes in the company or in the policy, they need to be made aware. And where advice is given, whether through... Uh, an advisor or a broker that advice should be suitable for the policyholder it, it shouldn't uh, the whole thing must be around the need of of the policyholder so that is the, the first principle um we also spoke about the last time the cooling off period what we found is when you've taken a policy as, as a policyholder you've got 14 days to reconsider mm. so if you are unhappy, so once you get the, the policy document, you go through it and you are unhappy about the product or you have to change it. So you've got 14 days to consider and the insurer will cancel your policy. If they had debited any premiums, they will be refunding those, obviously provided that there weren't any claims in between, you know, because, you know, with short term, you get covered today and you, you getting an accident tomorrow, they Mm. will settle your claim. So you've got that 14-day period where we encourage listeners to say if you are unhappy about the product you bought, please exercise the right. Contact the insurer, try and get the correct uh, product. Um, The other most important one is um, provisions or clauses that are regarded as not legal legally mm. binding so yeah. things like you cannot be forced to undergo a, a lie detector test nor can you be induced to to go through a, a lie detector test you know it's be something like if you do go through a lie detector test we will consider paying your claim that is illegal and uh, no one should do that to a policy holder so if policyholders felt that they are being induced or coerced to go through lie detector deaths, they can raise a complaint with the Ombudsman or with the Financial Service Conduct Authority. And um, any provision on a policy that says um, matters will be resolved through arbitration is also considered non-legally binding because uh, matters of insurance. Um, a person has got a right to dispute them with the ombudsman or even take them to court. So you cannot be compelled to agree to Um mm. Where a claim is, let's say your premium wasn't paid yeah. um, on due date, you've got 15 days grace period. So if it so happened that you have a claim within that 15 days, that claim has to be honoured. What the insurance company will do is to ask for their premium back, So, yeah. um, but they will honor the claim because you still fell under the grace period, mm-hmm. and they cannot ask you to waive your rights. So no insurer should ask you to waive your rights, um, and you, know, you should enjoy that 15-day grace period if you haven't paid the premium. Mm. Uh-huh. You know, if your premium is due on the first and you didn't, uh, the debit order didn't go through. Make sure that by the fifteenth you have paid it. Your policy will remain in force. Mm-hmm. The the most important one which we found complaints about is the right of choice. Mm-hmm. So, example. Um, our listeners would buy a house with the bank and maybe the bank will offer them insurance or they will buy a car and the dealer will offer them the insurance. They're not compelled to take that insurance. They have a right of choice. So if you've got your own insurance, you can just uh, say to the bank, I want to exercise my right and take my own insurance. So you can take whatever that you get and compare it with other insurance. So people would uh make a mistake of thinking that, you know, because i got a loan from this bank, I might as well take their insurance. Uh, otherwise, maybe they might not give me a loan. Uh, that doesn't work like that. Mm. Um, you have a right to take your own insurance. Even at the dealership, you are not compelled to take the insurance that they are giving you. You still can exercise your own right to whatever insurance that you want to take, or that suits your needs as a
1: policyholder. Okay, so those are your rights, but what are your responsibilities as a policyholder?
2: Uh, most importantly, is first read your policy document. Almost, that is a contract that, that, um, I would say govern the relationship between you as the policyholder and the insurance company. So if you read the policy document when you get it or any other correspondence that you may get from from the insurance company, you know, you one, you're able to pick up if there are errors. on on that document, and then you can notify them and correct them. For example, if maybe they said your car is a 2018 and it turns out to be a 2019 vehicle, so you can correct all those mistakes or a wrong physical address. Um, The second part is you understand what you are covered for and the, the conditions of cover. Sometimes there are additional benefits or extras on the policy. But because people don't read their policy, they don't know about these extras. I'll give you an example. I've had, I've met somebody who their house had been down. Um, they were not even aware that uh, on their policy, mm-hmm. when you suffer the total loss, the insurance will look for alternative accommodation for you at a certain amount. Mm-hmm and they will assist to accommodate you whilst they're still rebuilding their house. Yeah. So they're still struggling to find accommodation somewhere. But had you read your policy document, um, one would be able to know what benefits are there that goes with, with the insurance policy. And then um, one of the biggest um, um, responsibility is when you provide information, it has to be truthful. Mm-hmm you know avoid uh, misrepresentation when you take the policy and even at the time of the claim so uh, you know what what people would say sometimes they would even misrepresent facts that are actually irrelevant because it's about what is relevant materially relevant in, in in a claim so we ask listeners to say we deal in good faith so If you have a claim, give them all the information. If you are unhappy with the claim, you can take it to the Ombudsman. So you need to make sure that you avoid any misrepresentation because if you act um, dishonestly, uh, they may repudiate your claim based on your action of um, being dishonest. Yeah. Yeah, and then there's um, things like advising the insurance company of any material changes. Mm. So things like you you buying a new house, obviously you initially insured the other house. So when you move, uh, make them aware that I've moved, my address is this one. Um, Where we're finding also some of the mistakes is maybe you you were driving a car and then you decide your son is going for... Is going to the university. Let me give him my car. There is material because you were the regular driver. Now you moving the car, you're giving it to the, to the son who is now becoming the regular driver and his risk compared to yours is totally different. So you need to inform the insurance. I, I normally say, you know, inform them of all the changes. You know they will decide whether it's material or not, but at least you are you you're on the safer side to say, "I have told you when they come back so it's it's part of the responsibilities and then adhering to policy conditions. Mm. If they said your car must have a tracking device that is in working order, um we know listeners sometimes forget to test their tracking device, but it's very important to trust that it is working in working order. Yeah. When you yeah, when they ask for an alarm system, they're talking about a new alarm system. So it must be linked to a twenty four hour response um company. So it has to be also in, in working order. So whatever policy condition that they, they put on your, on your policy, you have to adhere to them. The last one which we would like to highlight or the two last ones is obviously pay your premiums regularly um to, for you to enjoy cover you should have paid um the premium mm-hmm. but um listeners should understand um the excess structures we've had complaints where people say i kind of bought the excess because of the additional excesses that are being imposed so they can they can add up quite heavily. Heftily, if you don't, if you don't um, understand them. So things like you find your basic access, maybe 2,500, but then they put conditions that if the car was driven by somebody who's got a license that is less than two years, we're going to put another 2,000. If um, you're driven by somebody younger than 25, we're going to put another 2,000. So those can add up to a bigger amount that um, you may not afford. So when you read your policy, also check whether can you really afford those additional excesses in the event of of an accident.
1: Okay, and of course, our listeners at home you can engage with us on zero eight seven two double eight nine six nine seven zero eight seven two double eight nine six nine seven that's our studio line. The whatsapp number there is zero eight two six five four two double four six and uh, if you want clarity on any of the issues or to engage with us on what we're talking about as we wrap up our year and go back to some very important aspects of what has been our conversation for the most part of the year, yeah, you can engage with us on that platform. One, one other important issue, Missidi. There, so there is the, the general complaints process.
2: Okay, obviously things do go wrong okay. uh, sometimes, or then you know, uh, policyholder, you may not be happy either by the service you are getting or by when you have a claim. The the first step uh, in terms of your general complaints process is to complain to the company. All the insurance companies have got a separate complaint line that you can write to. It's normally handled by some by people who are independent from your operations. So whether it's claims or sales, they will you have to complain to them. If you are unhappy about the outcome of the complaint, you can then take it to the ombudsman, which is the second step. Now you will remember um I think we brought in the ombudsman of short term insurance.
3: Yes, yes. To mm. yeah. Um
2: there is another ombudsman uh who operates within the non-life insurance industry but we'll try to involve them maybe sometime next year mm. uh called the phase ombudsman which is financial advisory and intermediary services ombuds This ombudsman, he deals with issues like maybe you feel that you were not advised properly when you took this uh, policy or, you know, things were not explained to you or the service you are being given by the insurance company uh, is not appropriate. You can write to the face ombudsman, mm. um however, if you happen to have written to the office of the short term insurance mm-hmm. the ombuds, he will also if he feels it falls under the face ombuds, he will refer it to to the face ombuds so what we're finding is um a, a policy holder can be unhappy let let's take for a claim. maybe your claim has been rejected, you're unhappy about it. Um, obviously the first step is to write to the insurance company. If you're still unhappy about what they are telling you about or their answer, you can then lodge a complaint with the Ombudsman for short term insurance. Um, and then if you also unhappy about whatever outcome of the short term insurance Mm Ombudsman, you can still take legal action. So you've got that option. Mm -hmm. Um, so there's either your claim has been rejected or the settlement they've given you yeah. you are unhappy about, mm-hmm. you know, so you can take it that route. But let's say you are unhappy about the advice you were given. You were told by the sales rep to say, "No, insure your vehicle. Or maybe you told the sales rep to say, I need my, insured, my car to be insured for business. He goes and insures it for, for private. And you feel, you know, he's giving you a bad service you can write to this face ombudsman and he will then address the matter. So you start by complaining to the com- company and then write to the phase ombudsman. His uh, determination, if he makes a ruling, it's like a ruling uh, made by a magistrate court. So mm. this determination does stand. Um, if you're unhappy about what he, say, the ombudsman officer said, you can take the ruling for for a review yes you know yes. so while we're raising these things we're trying to say to listeners um you've got options if you are unhappy about the service that you are being given mm. uh in this in the insurance industry so please
3: do use
2: uh, these channels to put in your complaints
1: okay so we've got silo there on the line who wants to engage with us uh good evening Silla.
0: Machidi sir, Mr. Uh, yes, Machidi. Look, Machidi, I come um, with uh, Yes, oh, okay. I'm sorry, Machidi. All right. Um, not a problem. Okay, okay. okay. This, this, um, uh, maybe I think it, it it is not understanding or the communication between the insurances and the customer um, or the insurer. I, 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 like I said previously, the communication is lacking in terms of um, uh, insurance to that client. And I picked up also that the clients also do not read um, the, their policies. For instance, just last week, um, I got a client that his car was um, rejected. But he doesn't understand why his, his car has been rejected. And, um, the, uh, the, the other thing also is because, um, uh, the other thing that I picked up, my is the, uh, the access thing. Our listeners really need to, um, find out or have to, I don't know how I can advise them, but it is very important to know their access. During um, or after the accident, mm. um, Gamala, like I said again, there was a client that needed to pay. I think it was eighty-five thousand access.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, after his car was um, been repaired, mm. uh, which is is it, it, is too much money, Gamala. You cannot have that money lying around as a person, yeah. uh, um, not all of us have that kind of money. And then as a mm-hmm. client, you, you are going to be forced to go and loan money so that you can pay your access, which I see is very wrong, which I see it is not helping the client. Okay. In other ways in terms of financially, and likely. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, why is it running away from me? Um, let me leave it here okay thank you um, very much we'll we give yes. Musid yes. an
1: opportunity to respond Musid, you will respond let's take an ad break progressive talk on capricorn FM. right uh Masid, you have got two more questions outside uh what silo was saying maybe let's start with silo and we'll go to the others
2: Okay, what, what Sina is raising to say the issue of communication, we, we always encourage people to, to read their documents. Mm. If they do not understand, call the insurance company and let them explain. Mm. You know, if all else fails, you can call say, a number to say, I, I don't understand, I tried to call the insurance, they still don't explain to me. But um, when they've repudiated your claim, on the repudiation letter, they need to state the reason. And which clause they are applying. That is the clause from your policy contract to say Mm. we are repudiating maybe because of um, you didn't adhere to uh, this condition or that condition. So they need to to specify it. All of them do that. If not, you still have a right to take it up with, with the Ombudsman. The issue of the excess is, let's start by understanding excess is, it's normally called the first amount payable or the self-insured portion. So it's that portion as a policyholder that you take responsibility for to say, any claim that falls within this amount, I'm going to pay. Or whatever, any claim, I will be able to carry this amount. Now, it is true the additional excesses becomes important. What we're finding is um, people focus on the premium to say, let me get a cheaper premium. You can increase your excess to get a cheaper premium. But the question is, would you afford those excesses if they add up? And if they don't add up, remember, you've got a right of choice. You can go to any other insurer and get another quote. You're not stuck with that insurance. And, you know, what I'm asking uh, listeners is don't wait until there is a claim. Go Mm. to your policy, look at those additional insurance now and ask yourself, can I afford them? You know you are under twenty five you know your driver's license is less than twenty it's less than two years mm. you, you know that you know uh, you're driving a lot between twelve and all the conditions that have put there, then say to yourself, if I have to have an accident and these things have to apply yeah. would I afford the excess If you cannot go to another insurer okay. you know or look for another quotation, exercise your right.
1: And another question on WhatsApp, it says, if a tracker company scratches my car while installing tracker, can I claim my car repairs from them?
2: Yeah, if they have claimed they are are liable. Because if you claim it from your insurance, your insurance will then claim against them. Mm. So whoever is liable or who has caused the damage to your property is liable for it. So when they install it and they damage it, they need to pay it. Or if you don't want to get into arguments, you can ask the insurance to fix it and then tell them to say it was damaged by this guy. Then they will go and recover from them so that they can recover your excess too.
1: Anonymous in Zanin wants to know, can I jump the ombudsman and go to court?
2: Oh, yes, you can. You're not compelled to go to the ombudsman. It, it's always, um, well, it depends on the test, you know. But yes, you can jump the ombudsman and go to court. But the ombudsman is free and it might be in your favor. So you might not have to waste uh, money. The minute you start litigation, uh, the ombudsman will not be involved. The minute you start with court or lawyers are involved, then the ombudsman will not be involved.
1: Okay, well, it's of course now even a good time for us to give away the time, the five hundred rands vouchers, giving them away for the last time this year. We'll give them away again next year. So, of course, on what we're talking about, we'll take your calls on zero eight seven two double eight nine six nine seven. I think, and we should say this is uh, those that are in the insurance sector are not qualifying for the competition. I'm right, Masidi.
3: uh.
2: And if you have won the air time before ten so mm. let's let's get others
1: to call in okay all right, so as we we're yes. taking calls for the competition on zero eight seven two double eight nine six nine seven zero eight seven two double eight nine six nine seven as we we take those calls uh, maybe one other area that we're going to get to Ms. city some of the common complaints received
2: okay, what we've seen over the year um, the complaint is one um motorists or policy holders not specifying accessories on the vehicle. So for example you buy a vehicle, it's got a tow bar, it's got a bull bar, you don't it can those things sometimes come even extra on the vehicle. So when you insure it, you need to specify them. Because if that vehicle is written off, the insurance will only pay the vehicle as per the specification from the fetch. So any additional rights or car radio, if it didn't come from the factory, it will not uh, be paid. Mm -hmm. We also see that uh, people who take, um, their cars are still financed by their bank. It's important to take uh, what you call credit shortfall. Mm -hmm. And Gamla, we know that, you know, the value of the vehicle drops very quickly, but the loan doesn't drop as quick as that. Mm. So normally when they ride off the vehicle, you find you still have an outstanding balance with the bank and, you know, it, it, it leaves a, a bitter taste. So if you've got credit shortfall cover, it will normally squash that that balance. So okay. these are some of the complaints that we, we get in here. All
1: right, we've got yeah, we've got mm-hmm. Freddy there who wants to engage with us on on the competition. Good evening, Freddy.
0: Hi, I'm I'm
1: I'm fine, thank you. You want to talk to us or engage with us on the competition. Yes. Okay. Um City has your questions.
2: Hi, Freddy. Um I spoke about two ombudsmen who are in the non-life uh, or short-term insurance space. You mind telling them who they are.
0: It's a uh, policy ombudsman and a uh, state ombudsman. Sorry, who? A policy ombudsman and a state ombudsman.
2: Ngamla, um, okay. did you hear? I couldn't
0: Okay,
1: Freddy, you're saying policy? Yes, policy. Policy ombudsman. ombudsman and the?
0: The state ombudsman.
1: The state. 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 Or the state uh. ombudsman. Oh, unfortunately,
2: we'll try next year. <laughs> okay. The, yeah.
1: Sorry, we'll Freddy. Try those, next year. those, those, uh, yeah, you did not get them right. Sorry, sorry there, Freddy. Next time. Okay. It's 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 Freddy. Okay, okay. okay. All right. There. Let me see if there is anyone else. Okay. We'll see. There's one more coming in. There. See if we are able to accommodate. As we we wrap up, what are you saying as we end our year together? Um, well,
2: firstly, we wish all our listeners a very safe and happy festive season. But most importantly, please do remember to read your documents. Make sure you are covered properly. If you're having a claim, uh, it's important to register it within 30 days. Uh, those who are traveling, please do remember your um insurance 24-hour immediate line in case there is a problem. But the key to, to having seeing how your insurance works for you is to, to read your policy document.
1: Alright, thank you very much uh, have great and wonderful festivities. Good evening to you.
2: Thank you, thank you very much in and thanks
0: to the listeners. That was a Capricorn
3: FM podcast. For more podcasts visit capricornfm.co.za